episode 61 of This Developing Story. So this week, actually, so shortly after I published the podcast uh, for last week, um, I actually posted a quick, like, um, not joke website, it actually works, um, but I posted a Pokemon site, actually, last week, it is Pokemon, is Pokemon.live, so if you go to www.ispokemon.live, um, you will see a Pikachu, hopefully, um, basically what this app does, it this checks the server for Pokemon Go to see if they're up. And it's actually pretty interesting. What it actually really does, it's, it actually um, pings the Pokemon Go servers at Niantic. Um, they have, a, for whatever reason, they have some sort of front-end um, site on top of their server. And it gets a promise back. So based on how long that promise takes um, in milliseconds, it judges on how well the server is doing. If it doesn't get a response, it shows an error message. Um, this is actually some code I did not write. It was actually an open source project from Soto Wan on GitHub. Um, I'll link the the project and my site in the show notes if you want to check that out. Um, but basically, that's like the, the whole gist of it. And then it re- returns a message based on that. And also a GIF. Yes, a GIF um, of like a Pokemon. And uh, yeah, so I threw it together um, mainly for the reason of just seeing if I could do it. Um, at Netlify, we have like I have the ability to like throw up like easy sites really quickly, which is super awesome. Um, I don't have to pay for any of that stuff. Most of the stuff that I can do, actually anybody can do for free, um, based on some of our plans um, or the way our plans are structured. So anyway, um, look look out really soon for a new pricing for Netlify. Actually, next week, hopefully. Um, we're going to have like developer plans and et cetera. And, um, yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. We're giving away a lot of it for free. Um, but yeah, so that's what I did last week. I also played a lot of Pokemon go. I didn't mention that last week cause last week my episode I recorded was actually from a couple weeks ago and, uh, Pokemon go has been like really hot right now. Um, I am level 12 at the moment, which I understand a lot of people like in the twenties at this point, it's been like three weeks, two weeks since it like was unveiled. Um, I just don't play a lot during the week. I play mostly on the weekends, so there's that. But yeah, if you're on Pokemon Go, Team Val- Team Valor for the win, for sure. Um, I recommend the red team. It's the best. So this week, I actually have uh, Sergio Cruz from Code School on the podcast, talking to him about how he got into developing. Um, Sergio actually, he'll mention it in the podcast, um, in the interview, but he actually just came out with the Powering Up with React course. Um, that's live on Code School now. Um, I have only barely started it. I'm actually going to finish it this weekend, but totally, totally looking forward to actually going through that. Um, it's nice getting some sort of like structure in my react, react learning. I know I've done some trainings, but it's nice to see other people and how they approach, um, react code. Um, so check that out if you're on code school and if you're not, um, sign up today. Um, I think you get a, still do like a free two weeks or free month if you sign up and if you're a new user. So check that out. Um, yeah, Sergio, he's actually, I, so I met him actually in Orlando uh, when I worked there. He was a develop, developer for somewhere else. I'm not really sure where it was. Um, and he actually joined Code School around the time I was actually leaving Orlando. Um, but yeah, super awesome guy, super knowledgeable in JavaScript, which was pretty unique at the time. Uh, not knew, too many people I knew actually knew JavaScript well, um, was it almost a, two years ago. And um, 
yeah, so he was unique for that. He's actually um, pretty knowledgeable at Angular as well. And uh, so I highly recommend checking out some of his work. But um, until then, um, please enjoy the show. Hello, I am Sergio Cruz, um, and I work for Code School. Now, you might know me as the instructor of the React course here at Code School, titled Powering Up with React. And yeah, uh, been a developer for quite a while now, um, and it's been fun. Like, it's literally my hobby. It's what I do for fun. Now, before the show started, Brian asked me, how did you get started? And that got me thinking, because I don't know. You don't think about this often, I guess. So... I guess my story is it all started in fifth grade. I was um, hanging out with some friends at school. Uh, one of my friends come in with this digital camera. At the time, it wasn't really common. So everybody was like, oh, my gosh, I want to, you know, to get pictures or whatever. Let's take pictures. And during recess, that's what we did like every day for a whole week. Just like taking pictures of everyone. But we soon found out that, like, there was no easy way of sharing those pictures. Um, there, was, there wasn't such a thing as Facebook at the time. I, MySpace might have been around, but we didn't really use it, at least not my group of friends. Um, so we were just trying to figure out, like, what, what would be the best solution, right? Let's, I don't know, maybe burn a few blank CDs with pictures in it. Uh, doesn't sound like... Sound, sounds expensive, right? Like every week, burning everyone's CDs, no, bad idea. So that's when I had a light bulb moment, like, huh, what if we built a website? And just so that people could see their pictures after we take them. Like, sounds fun enough. Sounds like a fun little thing to do. And But the problem was, I didn't really know how to build websites. So the first iteration of that was basically something built with Microsoft Word. It was horrible. <laughs> then I learned a little bit about HTML. And I just started, like, you know, putting all of the pictures there. I found out, like, how, you know, domains and hosting worked and whatnot. Found a good domain name. A cheap hosting service at the time using cPanel and FTP. You know, cutting-edge stuff in 2005 or whatever. <laughs> so... Yeah, I got my first website up, and I remember, like, having my first development problem. Now, I wasn't really programming at the time yet. This was just HTML, right? And my strategy was this. So, at the time, we used um, dial-up connections. <laughs> so, yeah, it was everything was really slow. Um, so, I figured pictures are a little large. So, a good strategy might be that I just like upload the large versions of the pictures and leave that on the home page. So that way, when they click on the pictures, that image was already loaded, right? And it, it'll just be fast. So it'll take a little bit at first, but then it'll be fast because it's all been loaded. And I guess I heard at some point that browsers have this thing called cache. So it'll, it'll just load it once. They're smart. Try that out, deployed. I remember opening that, that website for the first time, and it completely, 
flopped. Like, it was a big fail. Like, it just, images wouldn't load. At the time, people just used the Internet Explorer. I remember just seeing, like, the empty images with the little X next to it. Like, yeah. just couldn't load. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to have to make thumbnails, and this is going to make my job a whole lot harder because I have to make, you know, one main page for you know, using, like, a version of the picture, then we'll have to make, like, different HTML pages for each of the other pictures, and then we'll have to use, like, a different file name. Oh, my gosh. And I'm going to have to, like, you know, always have two versions of the same photo. Whatever. I mean, if that's what being a web developer means, I mean, that's what we'll do. And that version and this was, was still better. in fifth grade? This was in fifth grade. I mean, this is, like, me a little... Um, you know, I, I, I guess I said 2005 recently, but it, this is really 2002. So I'm like, uh, 2001, 2002, something like that. So this is like 11 or 12-year-old Sergio, like, solving this big, for me at the time, it was big engineering problems. Like, holy crap, how are we going to get this to be efficient? Well, <laughs> so are you, are you from the Orlando area? I am I know not, actually. Here. Okay, so you didn't go to school in that area? Well, so turns out I, I went to school here uh, during fourth grade. So I was born in Brazil, Sao Paulo, Brazil. Um, moved here when I was 10. Stayed here for a year and a half to two years, not very long. Um, my family didn't really adapt well. I, we had, like, extended family here, so they're like, you know, just come on over, whatever. Um, didn't really work out. Had some family issues at the time, so we had to go back. Um, so this is as soon as I got back, right. Um, from being okay. here for a couple of years. So I'm, I'm back in Brazil. So hence the, you know, really slow dial up connections and all that, yeah. not knowing about my, MySpace, even though I don't know if MySpace was around in like 2001 or 2002. Hmm. Uh, it, it felt like such a short amount of time. I mean, I was, uh, 2000, now nah, 2001 and 2002 was a little too earlier. Um, yeah. I was like just on the cusp of maybe web 2.0. Yeah. Like, that beginning. was one of the, so that was one of the things I was thinking about. Like, why didn't I just use MySpace or yeah. whatever? But then I don't know. I got on thinking either I didn't know about it or it just didn't exist. Yeah. Either way, but, I'm like fortunate because that's what triggered me to like want to learn, <laughs> you know, how yeah. to do this stuff myself. So what, what was next? Did you start? dabbling with front page i mean you, you mentioned word so front page might oh have been yeah 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 so i definitely learned you know how to hand code html started uh, yeah like moved on to front page uh, soon realized i don't know i i was always like really tidy with my html so i never liked the you know what i mean like when you like the WYSIWYG that front page yeah. had um so i would like you know type something look at the code and like see that it's it was just adding a bunch of things that I didn't need. So that's when I moved on to Dreamweaver. Wow. Like, good times, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, Dreamweaver was nice. <laughs> I felt like a real developer when I started using Dreamweaver. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Yeah, so the, the output there that it generated was a little better, in my opinion. Not that I knew any better, but it was just like, oh, this feels cleaner. Okay. This is real developer stuff right here. <laughs> yeah, so from there, I mean, so the website worked out. We, you know, we got that going. We, of course, soon, you know, kids move on. So we stopped taking pictures and whatnot. That got old quick. But my passion just kept growing and growing. So I remember the first time I was able to charge like $300 to build someone a website. I <laughs> felt so like balling status kind of 
person. Was it still <laughs> when you were in school? Yeah, I was must have been like 13 at the time or something like that. Like it was oh, probably a, like yeah. It's a lot of soda in, uh, in It Kit is. Kat. Yeah, that was the funny thing about like my whole career path. Like everything happened so early. Like kids my age, they're like, "Mommy, can you give me 5 bucks so I could go to the whatever movies?" And I'm like, with $300 in my pocket that I, you know, my own money that I made. I'm like, yeah, baller. <laughs> so, yeah, really good times, really good times. So, yeah, I kept doing like little freelance things here and there. And it was interesting because in Brazil, like, although I was born in a big city, I later moved to a smaller town, right? And... I I was literally the only developer I knew. Like all of my friends that started that that you know photos website with me kind of moved on to other things and I I and I just kept that passion, you know, going. Like I really liked the whole idea of like solving problems, having ideas. Um so yeah, they kind of moved on and I kept I I kept on it. I kept I just wanted to keep learning. So uh later uh I don't know, maybe a couple of years after that, I started learning a real programming language. Um, uh, at the time, it was PHP. I, I tried classic ASP, I guess is what they call it uh, yeah. these days. They didn't work out. I don't know. I just couldn't grasp it, right? 14-year-old, you know, never took a programming class in his life. Just couldn't, just didn't make any sense. But PHP did. I was like, oh, okay. Um, bracket, question mark echo something okay i interesting so i think uh, that's kind of how it went like I, I kept like you know every now and again built companies websites and kept making some you know side money here and there like while i'm in you know middle school and then high school and got my first full-time well shouldn't call it full-time because I was still in school. So part-time, but like real development, you know, programming job when I was 16. He was one of my clients. He had a magazine at the time and he wanted to build the same concept as a CMS. Now at the time, I didn't know what CMS even meant, but I did build him like a, a, a little, uh, I don't know, like a little form thing that he could like add his own articles and went up for his magazine and the whole yeah. idea was that you know people would be able to find him on google i was doing so you know i was optimizing for seo i didn't really know what seo was at the time again i literally didn't know any other developers like it was like literally only me in the world so i'm like huh you want people to find you on google let's see here how this thing works <laughs> so just you know kind of figuring things out on the fly it was like really interesting so yeah at the time i was 16 that was my first job like real real job um and yeah i mean the rest is history pretty much it was just you know, finally, a couple of years after that, I moved here, you know, moved back to Orlando, Florida, where I still live today. Um, I finished, I actually finished high school here. And after finishing high school, got my first programming gig here in Orlando as well. And like I said, the, the rest is history, you know, just learning little by little and never, you know, I tried going to school and kind of formalizing my skills and whatnot. Um, did that for a while. I actually keep going back and and being a dropout again and then go back. And <laughs> but, you know, so that's that's kind of my background, like really informal, just, you know, kind of learning on my own. I 
yeah, I just, I remember like my first major breakthrough was like when, you know, like a little bit later, um, I met like my first, you know, the first person that was like a real developer. Um, and, and I think soon after that, I met another one. And this was the guy who like introduced me to like meetups. And I was like, holy crap. Like, so developers get together to talk about code and learn. Heck yeah, I'm all about that stuff. So I, 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 that was like when my life changed as a developer. Like when I first, I yeah. went to my first meetup. I was like, holy crap, there's so much to learn out there. There's so much knowledge that I don't have. I need to consume the heck out of this. <laughs> wow. So you basically, what up until shortly after high school, you're basically solo, never never talked to somebody else that knew code i just i didn't know anybody else who knew code and i just like i I remember being part of a couple of like online communities um so i mentioned i you know i i lived in brazil in brazil uh we used something called orkut i don't know if you ever heard of that it was a social network built by google at the time oh yeah it was super popular in uh india it was in india and brazil for whatever reason and within orkut they had like this php programming community and i was part of that and i remember like that was part of like my daily ritual like i'd have to check that like twice a day and just consume like all of that information that was there i never contributed to anything because i felt like i was too dumb for that like i guess that was where the whole idea of like real developers came from like which later, like, I remember just, like, being a real, de- like, feeling like I was a real developer later in life. I was like, oh, I'm one of those guys now. I, like, if Orkut was still around, I could probably post things on there and help people. <laughs> cool. So you're, you're, so all your experience came from just, like, just getting up and doing stuff. How did you get connected to, like, these people you contracted for um, in the beginning and even after high school? It was just... Yeah, definitely. So it was just friends and family, really. Like just, like I said, like when I was still in Brazil, it was a really small town. Um, I didn't really know any other developers. Um, so anybody that found out that I knew how to build websites and they just wanted to, you know, they just wanted to be on the internet. So they were willing to pay me money to do that. And they literally didn't know anybody else who they could pay money for to get that done. Like, I remember when I was like, in that first job when I was 16, um, my boss, he made a partnership with like an agency. uh, And he had me go out there. Now, this was not in the same town that I was. So he like, he hired somebody to drive me there. I was six, like in, in Brazil, you have to be 18 to have a driver's license. So I couldn't drive myself around. So he hired somebody to go meet with them and blah, 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 blah. I get there and there's like a full team of developers and designers and whatnot doing the same job that I'm doing by myself. And these people were like, do you want to come work for us? Like, literally, we'll move you here right now. Like, we'll get you a house. We'll get everything. Like, just come work for us. And that was the first time that I was like, holy crap, like these skills might actually, you know, pay off like at the end. Obviously, I didn't move. I was 16. I was scared. Like I was like, I don't want to live my mom's house. <laughs> but I was I was just impressed of like how they were just willing to like throw all this money at me. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like it was just a, a world I wasn't aware of. Uh, again, I was just a kid. I mean, I was doing this stuff on the side and, like, I don't know, playing, like, 
I don't know. I'm I'm thinking of Pokemon because of Pokemon yeah. Go. Yeah, so, well, it's, like, it's I was probably now. like, yeah, watching Pokemon or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's wild. Yeah. So like, I I guess I had like a similar experience. Like I didn't start as early as you did. However, I did yeah. do um, Dreamweaver and a little bit of front nice. page and HTML, but. For me, it was like, I didn't know that it was a thing I could do. Like, I never followed mm. through. Like, my brother, actually, I have a twin brother. And he was, nice. like, literally, like, back in the day of, like, when everything was HTML and it was pretty easy to look at and, like, maybe a little bit of JavaScript. Like, he was copying, pasting, like, CSS and HTML into his his sites. And it's, like, this copying stuff. Like, he actually mm. built a... Um, something that predated MySpace in middle school. Um, so this would have been like 2000. He um, yeah. built something that looked very much like MySpace. Um, minus awesome. like any images. I don't think he, we had a way to like host that, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, just like message for like not a little more than a form, but like when you have your own yeah. pages. And uh, yeah, so like we did that, like he did more of it than I did, but we did stuff like that. But then when it came to like get a job or a career, I just took the easier out and this did what I knew I could get a job with, which yeah. turned out I didn't get a job. I actually got a, a degree in finance. I thought I was going to, you know, make the big dollars. And then um, I graduated in 08 and that was, yeah. You, you, you watched a big cool. short to know why I didn't get a job. But... <laughs> that was a good cool. movie. So I, I um, wanted to ask you about JavaScript too. Cause so yeah. when I first ran into you um, at the, the JavaScript meetups in Orlando and um, like saw you around, you were mm-hmm. unique because there you you were very in the JavaScript at a time when not everybody was at it as into it. I think like the Node community was around for a little bit, but everybody I was in like yeah. in contact was was either doing like Python or PHP or Ruby, and then like you were doing JavaScript. So like, how did you get into like JavaScript after like you know the HTML, the front page, the uh, all those other different things? Yeah, so like, well, between those two was PHP, and um, so I was working, I think when I met you, I had just left a job where um, it was a startup, um, and we were doing a lot of like, you know, MVC, um, PHP stuff, so it's, you know, basically, you know, getting into frameworks and all of that, and there was this portion of the the website that we maintained, the product that we maintained, that needed like a lot of interactivity whereas you know jQuery style of programming was just falling apart um and i i remember like show finding out about angular showing my boss um you know their page and their documentation and he was a huge like java guy so he was like wow i like the patterns that they're proposing here it reminds me of java this seems like you know a good route to take he was like I mean, we were, like, literally doing UE, and, like, he hated jQuery, for example. Yeah. So it was a really hard sell. So when he was, when he said, yeah, I was like, holy crap, I can't believe this. Um, but I guess I got to like, learn actually learn this JavaScript thing now. <laughs> so that's when I started learning it. And I, I think that was the, I, this was, like, 2013. And that was, I think that was the first time I felt, like, like the same way when I felt like when I first started, like when I had like such a, you know, unique skill or whatever, like 2013 in Orlando, like that startup basically ran out of money. So I had to go looking for a job and anyone that saw like angular on my resume, like called me like begging to hire me at the time. 
And I was like, holy crap, like, this wasn't even that hard. Like, why is this so valuable? But I guess, I don't know, like, it was trendy at the time. I remember I literally had, like, four or five job offers on the table, and I didn't know which job to take. So all because of this JavaScript and Angular thing. So I was just like, you know what? It's worth it. Like, let me just keep learning it. So that's kind of how it got started. But it was basically at that job. Um, like I said, I implemented that, you know, more interactive page. It made sense. The code was organized for the first time ever. It wasn't like, you know, a bunch of spaghetti JavaScript all in the same file kind of thing. Like, so it was awesome. So from there, like, I just worked on, you know, maturing my skills. That was like when I... I think I bought like my first JavaScript book and I'm like, I'm really going to learn this thing now. Like, cause you know, as valuable as it has been to my career, I might as well learn this thing really well. Excuse me. They don't want to be like just a hype developer. If you will. I'm like, I, I want to understand this well. And it worked out. Yeah. And, and so like I, I got started in 2013. I think uh, the tail end of 2013 is when I started learning rails and Ruby and then eventually getting towards JavaScript. And uh, yeah, I felt like once I learned Rails, everybody, I think Node started like getting really big. Like your, your yeah. version of Orkut was my my Google Plus, so I was actually following yeah. all the Google Plus groups for all the languages, and like the Node group was just like exploding. Nice. And everybody kept saying, "Why yeah. are you learning Ruby when you should be learning Node?" So I actually ignored mm -hmm. them for a long time, um, like maybe six months before I actually got into JavaScript pretty heavily. And uh, yeah, yeah, it just it just seemed like there was like a shift. Um, as far as like JavaScript frameworks being coming a thing, jQuery becoming um, the problem for most people in like MVC frameworks where yeah, people just like, exactly. like, oh, I know how to do this in jQuery. Here's like my solution, but like good luck. Like if it, you had to update stuff and all this. And uh, I think Angular having that structure, it was like a little more structured than Backbone at the time because I know Backbone yeah. was kind of big then as well. Um, it just had the yeah, I don't know what yeah. it was about Backbone, but I never got to learn it myself. Oh, really? Like I went straight to Angular. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it was about it. I guess it was just my boss. Like he gave me the, the green light on Angular, whereas I didn't have it on anything else, and I just at the time just didn't have time to learn anything that I wasn't gonna use at that job. So, but yeah, totally. Yeah, good times when jQuery started quote unquote falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. 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 Totally. To yeah, and I feel like I, I've. I don't feel like I'm, I'm on the cutting edge of React. I think I'm just now like really getting really comfortable in it. Um, but I spent yeah. a good year working in Angular code and I spent a, a good while like working on my own projects in Ember. And I feel like just mm -hmm. having that, that, that basis of knowing like different frameworks and like even knowing jQuery and knowing why, like why, why does React work like with this like inline JSX and stuff like that? Why, why do people like this now as opposed to what people were doing with handlebars? And like having that right. sort of context, I can really appreciate like things like React and things like uh, like even Elm, like which is Absolutely. super nice. So yeah. now you, so you mentioned in the beginning of the show, you you just um, actually within the last few months, you just uh, published a React course on Code School. That's right. Yeah. So we published a React course. It was back in April. Um, it was really fun. So. Um, got that out, then, yeah, just working on other things here at Code School to, you know, help people people keep learning. So it's kind of what I've been up to after React, like just kind of, you know, figuring out like more ways that people can learn. 
Um, so I think like here at Code School, we're really good at like videos and, you know, overall interactivity and I don't know, like coding challenges and whatnot. Like it's, it's a really good ecosystem. I enjoyed it even before I started working here. So I feel like I could say this in a not so biased way. Yeah. Um, obviously since I work here, but anyway, but now we're like, we're trying to think like what's, what else is out there? Yeah. Right? Like what other ways of learning are there that we could provide? And that's kind of what they tasked me with. Yeah. Like that's what I'm playing around with now. Yeah, that's so, cool. And I, I think it's like, it's yeah. cool to be like, after you spend so many years, like non-professionally and professionally, and you kind of have yeah. like an idea of how someone came through the ranks without going through like the traditional sense of a CSS degree. Exactly. Or CS, CSS yeah. is not, it's a CS degree. Anyway. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. It's like, I know computer science, but what's the next? Yeah. It's, it's a cascading <laughs> computer science degree. But anyway. <laughs> So, do you, what what is your opinion as far as because you you've you've been doing JavaScript for a while? You did Angular, now you're doing React, um, and you mm -hmm. you've seen JavaScript people evolve in a sense. Like, yeah, where do you think it's going? I I know React is really hot right now, but can people really count on React being popular for a while, or do you think it's like uh, what web components? I think, I think React. I think React's main proposition uh, wasn't. How can I put this into the right words? Like. The patterns that it brought to light was like really its main contribution, if you will. Yeah. So even if the React library or that API that we're already like familiar with, right? Like the way to interact with the library and the method names and whatnot, um, don't stay around for a long time. I think that, you know, the just the patterns and the ideas and the the whole, you know, rethinking best practices you know, type of thinking like that, that is here to stay. Yeah. You know, like people are adopting that big time and, and they really should, you know, it's just because, you know, people have said it for the past 20 years that, you know, MVC is the best way or whatever. Like, what if it's not, what if there is a different way, you know, better and better is a word I kind of dislike because it's like, what's the context? You know what I mean? Like there's, Sure, if, you know, if you're doing X, then, you know, this thing might be better. But if you're doing Y, so, and that's what engineering to me is all about, right? Like all of picking the right trade-offs and whatnot. So um, just, you know, having options and having, I think like when I think of React versus something like Angular and even with like Angular 2 as you're seeing now, right? Like picture that at the end of it all, you want a castle, right? Like uh, Angular uh, gives you that castle for free. So think of like toys, right? So if you're to if you want to build a castle, right? Like um, you could either um, build it yourself with Legos. So that would be React to me in you know my simple-minded uh, ideas yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and Angular Chew, for example, would be you just going to the store and buying. Uh, a Barbie castle or something, you know, like where you get the whole thing ready for you. Um, so I think that whole proposition, you know, where React is going, you you know, you kind of, the whole idea of having a library and kind of composing your own set of tools, um, I think that will be, um, although like Angular 2 is like kind of going in a different direction, but they're not because they're trying to make, make things like really flexible so it's able to evolve in the future. Um, I think that's, you know, kind of where things are going. Like people, like you're seeing ideas like Elm come to light, right? Though it's been around, I think for a couple of years now, but 
But, you know, just more ideas like that, like, you know, just innovating and being original and not having to feel guilty about it. Yeah. You know, like, because before, if you didn't fit in, like, you were the weird one. If you weren't doing MVC, you're like, what? Like, why not? You know, it's all about them model view controllers. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like, you know, it's, we're getting to think different and, and forward. So I don't know exactly, you know, what's going to happen to React per se or, you know, how long it's going to be around. I mean, it's obvious that Facebook is investing a lot into it. I mean, it, their own products are, are built with it. Um, big time, they're focused and, you know, and shipping things with that technology. So it's such a big investment. I have a hard time believing it'll, you know, they'll just can it yeah. in the short, um, short term uh, future or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, who knows? But the ideas, man, I mean, they're here to stay. Yeah, I think you, you, you know? really hit like the nail on the head when you, you said it's not really about like React itself. It's about the, the patterns that it's introducing. Um, yeah. cause like just last night, so Pokemon go, you mentioned as well, um, is it's pretty hot right yeah. now. And so someone exactly. created a go library, um, and also an NPM package yeah. that you could check to see if the server is up or down. So last mm-hmm. night I, I spent some time unsuccessfully putting together, like is Pokemon go up.com. Well, mm, that one's already live, but I was going to do like a different URL, but it, nice. it's kind of like a little brain exercise for me to see if I can do it. And so I knew it was going to do JavaScript. I knew, like this thing's already built in node. Like what do I use? So mm-hmm. I reached for Ember. I did it so fast, like because everything's like built. It's like basically like you said, it's a castle. So you get to choose what house you wanna like start with. Exactly. Uh, but then the yeah. problem is like within the house, like I can only use like the Ember stuff. So that came right. that became very like hard to finish the project up. So I was like, Oh crap, okay, I'll do React. So then I was able to compose like everything together. But then I realized, oh wait. This doesn't have to be React. This could just be like a simple HTML with a little bit of Node in there. And uh, exactly. Yeah. So I ended up getting to that point. Um, it's still a bit buggy. Um, I don't think I'm actually going to publish it, but it was like it was a nice. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice thing to do, like while watching TV last night. And uh, yeah. yeah. So if I have time later today, maybe I'll get this live on the site, and you can check to see if the server's up. Um, yeah. But yeah, when, hit me up if you end up. Yeah, playing. I'd love to see. But it. like. I'm pretty sure you'll probably see a lot of these next week. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a pretty popular thing to do, especially if these servers keep going down, like, all day. Definitely. But, yeah, like, just to, to, to bring, bring it back to home, to, to your point, it was, like, the concept of React made it super easy to, like, embed JavaScript because React itself is just, like, a small library that's similar to, like, right. what we liked about jQuery where I just include it, like, where I need it, and then I could just do JavaScript and HTML or JSX, have you whatever um yeah so that's nice and so it's like i find myself that now when i go to do like i'll probably never do an angular app um angular one app um ever again uh, maybe angular yeah. two uh, once i get around to actually mm-hmm. learning it but i'm at the point where i'm like i really like the ember but I like the the fact that i can't just do whatever i want when i want i i, I right. react more often um than none definitely um, and you know what, like, just to bring the analogy a little further, like, you were mentioning uh, Pokemon Go, um, and it's really hot right now. Like, literally, I'm picturing that meme right now, so hot right now. <laughs> I don't know if it'll, you know, stick around, but I am envisioning, like, more game developers thinking of that whole augmented reality concept, you know what I mean? Like, little, you know, person walking around in cities and, like, you know, trying to find out, like, that's something that, like, people pitched um, when mobile devices, you know, I, I guess like when the first 
iPhone came out back when it did. And just now, like, we're start, starting to see those ideas mature. So I think more games will be like that. And I think that was React's main contribution to the community, though it's a great library. Uh, just the whole, you know, pushing things forward, you know, like, kind of to the next level. Like, I, I don't, you know, I, mean? I don't know where it'll stop. But I'm, like, I'm already picturing, like, all of these awesome games coming out with, like, new types of interactivity that we just hadn't seen before. And you know what? It's all there. You know what I mean? Like, our phones are capable. The, you know, all of the technology that's needed is, like, just sitting there and available. So it's just a matter of, like, innovating now, yeah. you know? And, and it's all possible. They've made it real easy. Yeah, so, and it, yeah. the nice thing about, like, with, it, with this being, like, new ideas, like, you know, like, the new things are, like, completely endless, like, um, I actually saw a talk about is that um, I think it was a, a Ruby conference, and Steve Klabdick mm. actually mentioned that now Rails were being so mature, um, they're starting to th mm -hmm. they're now starting to think of new ideas like things like Action Cable, which is not super new, um, like WebSockets, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. now Rails has the potential of doing something better. But they're they spent so much time talking about like how they weren't Java and basically re-implementing the same things that Java had for years. They were just re-implementing right. Rails. So they spent a, right. this whole, like, what, 10-plus years um, working on this, this this open source project, and now they're at the point of starting to do something that's new, like outside of MVC or something that, like, is forward-thinking. And um, Definitely. Well, it, it, it's like the, the irony is that they, they spent too much time, like, comparing themselves to Java and trying to make sure they were better than them. Um, yeah. But now... Like with things like React, where they just basically took all the history of like what MVC was or how you did modern web apps, and like to said, okay, yep. we're not going to do that. We're going to start start something new, which has opened the door for things like Elm and Reflux and Falcor and all these different things for like data modeling and stuff like that. Now have an right. opportunity to like rethink like the way we do modern programming. So I think it's really exciting that the the floodgates are open for some of these like weird side projects. Things like Haskell is coming, like having resurgence. So um, Elm has like a, a bit of it's actually written in Haskell. And um, mm. yeah, there's all these different new languages and stuff like coming out. Like I, I haven't been around that long enough to have much of a context to know what it was like like 10 years ago. Um, but right. I am looking forward to um, changing like the way I view programming and moving forward as a thinker Definitely. too. I think it's both better, uh, or yeah, better and worse, right? Like it's better because you have more options and like you know more thoughts um, happening or whatever, more ideas flowing through. Um, but then it's not so cool because back when I was learning, you know, I didn't have that many options, so I was going to learn this one thing and learn it well and be done. And to me, that one thing was PHP, um, yeah. and that you know just as much as you know people claim it's like a horrible language or whatever. Um, it paid my bills for a really long time, yeah. so <laughs> I didn't care. But anyway, um, now it's just like I, I keep thinking, you know, now, now that I'm at code school and I keep talking to more beginners and whatnot, it's just like so much harder because there's so much noise and, and marketing around things that before people just did for fun, if you will, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, there's a lot of big companies backing Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think I think the the really be, the, I do a bit of mentoring um, now nice. currently, and I used to I used to talk to people as I was learning. I would also try to always try to find someone who is to, like maybe a few steps behind me mm -hmm. to let them know, and that's what I did a lot with blogging. Um, but I usually let people know like 
though it's confusing, like, do I do JavaScript? Do I do PHP? Do I do Ruby? What do I learn first? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I usually say pick one. Like, it doesn't matter. Whatever the last person told you to do, do that one. But then learn it well. Learn the concepts. Learn what MVC is. Learn what functional is. Like, just learn, like, how to do that one thing well. And then learning new things will always be easy. As long yeah. as you learn, like, the basics, the concepts. So true. You're absolutely right. Yeah, well, I mean, um, so this conversation actually is uh, right at our limit. So Sweet. I'll go ahead and end it there. Uh, I know we could probably talk for hours. We, on we really this could. <laughs> but uh, hey, I do appreciate you. Uh, yeah, thanks uh, for coming on. Um, nice. When can we expect a, a Dreamweaver course for Code School? Uh, I think that'll be coming out on April 1st of 2017. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll mark my calendar. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll test that out when you guys have that together. Sweet. I'm actually going to pitch that. It sounds like a good, a good, good prank. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be fun. Or like, um, what do you call it? Like paleontology programming. Be, I think someone did that. Um, maybe it's so, one of my, Sounds interesting. Yeah, it's, it's all the basics. All the, what's, what's old is new again. <laughs> So that was Sergio Cruz um, from Code School, and uh, yeah, totally, totally awesome guy. He's actually a, <laughs> a pretty awesome guest. He's uh, super animate and uh, passionate about what he does. Um, highly recommend check out his um, his work on Code School. It's his first course there at Code School, so highly recommend checking it out. Um, give him some feedback. Hashtag Surge on Twitter um, is his Twitter. Um, give him some feedback and let him know how much you appreciated listening to him on the podcast. So. Next week, I'll have um, more people on the podcast um, come back every week. I did mention I'm doing another podcast. Unfortunately, I have not got it out. Um, we're having some difficulties in um, scheduling and also just organizing how this thing is going to look um, as far as podcast-wise. So we're going to be redoing some things, and hopefully in the next few weeks, you'll hear the first episode. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just really, really disappointed at that. But anyway, um, yeah, podcast should be out shortly. And um, it's going to be about the Jamstack, which uh, we'll get into more detail um, next week. Let's get started. Actually, let's not get started because I got to drink some water first.